Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. What up, everybody? This is Jay Celine. This is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yeah, it was DJ Damas. Let's get the show started. All right. So uh, I don't know where I'm at right now, but um, <laughs> wherever you are, hopefully it's at iHeart. They're paying the bills. Also, uh, you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. That's right. I don't even know where I'm at right now because I feel like I've been everywhere, but you have. Hollywood. Yeah, we just got off a plane this morning. It was a 6 a.m. flight, which means I had to be up at 4. Ugh. So Melissa and I were in the same row, and there were kids in between us. So we were sandwiched between these little black kids and these little white kids. But the one thing they had in common that unified race today was screaming at the top of their fucking lungs. I swear to God, I just wanted to, like, thump one upside the head. <laughs> Pluck them a little bit. But then it probably would have started a fight. You're not supposed to put your hands on other people's children. You can't touch no. somebody's kids. No, you're not supposed Negative. to. That's why I moved. Yeah, she left and went uh, two rows behind. Yeah. Back in the day, though, you, your neighbor would whoop your ass if you were acting up. It took a village back in the day. Mm. Yeah, because dad wasn't at home. <laughs> none of my, none of the kids <laughs> in my neighborhood had uh, dads. None of them. Matter of fact, let me see. I think I saw my dad twice. I don't want to digress. My my friend had a dad. My neighbor, he was everybody's dad. That's how it worked. Well, one of my Mr. Glenn was everybody's dad. My, Mr. Glenn, that's Mr. what y'all called him. Yeah, he took us all to football practice, all to everything. Got all the kids food. He was like everybody's dad. See, all the kids in my neighborhood called the dads who were in people's homes nigga. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's just like, hey, nigga, where your son at? <laughs> That's really, I'm telling you, Stockton, California, Google it. All right. Um, I'm mildly exhausted. Uh, let's just start with you. What have you, what have you been up to? We were in the same city. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to talk. Go. Um, okay. Well, we just got off the plane from uh, New York. Nice. But you were, you know, you were on the East Coast I with us. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, nope, we don't deflect. She tired. She don't want to talk. Her and okay, Stephanie fine. been working for the last couple hours. <laughs> go ahead. Fine. Um, okay. Well, I mean, New York, I don't, I love it. I don't miss living there. Really? You want to know how much I spent in Ubers in one day? $220 in one day. You could have took the train. You could have took that Metro Pass, $2.50, slid it, and went anywhere in the city you wanted Mm -hmm. to go. I am spoiled. New York is a city for thoughts. You know, like, (laughs) transportation is hard, right? Mm. I landed. I had two different friends say, you want me to come over? No, because I have to go work. But if I did have them come over, if I sent one an Uber from Oxnard and one an Uber from Inglewood, that would have added up to a lot of money. Mm-hmm. However, if I was in New York City living in the Bronx, I can put somebody on the metro from Brooklyn or from Staten Island and still save and a couple be hundred dollars. Too. Yeah, you would. Well, they all gonna be satisfied when they get to the destination. Anyways. But that's not the point. Let's yeah. keep this a family-rated PG <laughs> right. show. Um, so yeah, Good New luck. York was uh, New York was just a lot, you know. Like, there's just I used to live there, so I have a ton of friends there. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to plan my social calendar around the work schedule that we had. Um, your social calendar was filled with wine and niggas who wore fubu. <laughs> Wait, you talk to somebody that wear FUBU? He's such a... What's wrong with FUBU? <laughs> he does not wear FUBU. What's wrong with that, FUBU, though? N- that nigga had on FUBU. The, he had the classic FUBU Listen, one? okay. Or like that new FUBU. No. It looked like an iron-on patch he got from Macy's in the basement. <laughs> he had on a do-rag in the club. I mean, he's... I was a gra- FUBU do-rag? I grabbed he's her. I said, no. I don't know what's happening. But I'm here to rescue you. Do you need me? She's like, oh, no, this is my friend. I left them He both. said like it was lit. Yeah, no, I mean, I, this, you know, I've got some. Yeah, with the do-rag on. I've Keeping got, it player. I've got some paramours in New York. 
Paramore. Listen, and then, then I, then I, then I said, okay, maybe I'm being too judgmental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me try to hook her up with somebody else. Then I try to hook her up with somebody else, and this motherfucker got a wife. What are you doing in the club? Go home to your wife. Mm. One thing I will say about New York: there's a lot of men who have wives or girlfriends who are out in the club trying to bone other people. That, that's, just, that's, I, that's not just New York. That's, say, that's everywhere. NY? Well, there aren't a lot of married people here in L.A. True. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Anyways. There aren't. I see what you did there. It's yeah. true. It is true. I got off the plane. I'm walking down the street. I know I'm back in Hollywood. There's grown men in leotards, gym clothes. <laughs> Everybody's a fucking influencer. There was a girl on a skateboard going to get a birdie on her phone. I was like, you're going to get ran over. <laughs> we saw Jesus at the airport. No, that's not my God. Okay, well, he's sure. He he looked like he would, he'd been resurrected. Oh. Um, so did the Breakfast Club. Um, our, Sick. I, our I heart brethren and sisters, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, that was that was that was great. I love I love doing the show with Ange and um, Charlemagne. So how Sean. was it talking? I mean, yeah, I didn't get many compliments on that interview. Oh I my actually God, watched it from so, beginning you're to end. So sensitive. I was waiting for some type of accolade. You know, he gave me an award. <laughs> I said that. Sh- Angela said it. Shout out to Angela Yee and Charlemagne, who both. Tried to make me look good in this um, very emotional. It was an emotional interview. It was more about you and your story and yeah, where that, you've come. Yeah, it was. Um, it it was powerful. It, it was a good interview because I just I wasn't prepared mm-hmm. for where it took me. You know, um, and I sometimes still am surprised by how emotional I get when I talk about the accident and just talk about the feelings that I had to you know, maneuver through and some of the, and some of the emotions that I went through, just, uh, they threatened to overwhelm me, like, you know, in my life. And, um, I was kind of, I was shocked at, you know, the outpouring of support, but also the people that feel like I spoke for them. Yeah. You know, I articulated how they felt at times in their life, either going through, you know, something traumatic stroke, brain injury, what, or, you know, or just depression. Um, and they feel like I articulated their feelings that they'd been struggling to articulate for themselves. And it, it was, it, it was a good feeling. Speaking yeah, for the people. It was a good feeling. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I watched it. It was good to hear you tell your story. I've been saying, I know you're working on your book and I'm working on mine. And I think that, you know, one way of overcoming for sure is putting it on paper because then mm-hmm. you can just say it's out there. You don't have to keep reliving it. The one thing mm-hmm. that I know for sure mm-hmm. is that the one lesson that I've applied to my life, whether it's been work, relationships, business, associates, whatever, life does not go in reverse. Mm-hmm. I remember a key decision. I'm just going to touch on this real lightly because I ain't about to pull bandages off. I ain't got time for that in these streets. Everybody says, oh, he's controversial. He's messy. He's that. Well, guess what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Here's the deal. <laughs> People were on me about bringing people back to the show. Do this, do that. Because they thought it felt comfortable because that's what they knew. And then now, all of a sudden, people are on Twitter saying, man, they dodged a bullet. They dodged a bullet. I will say this. No matter how hard it is to not go back, even my ex flew to Miami, laying in the bed, trying to figure out if this is really what I want. I, I was open to going back, even though it was my rule to never go back because life doesn't go reverse. I came back to New York, and all of a sudden they were unavailable for me because they were on dates with other people and this and that. And I just had this this thought that if I'm not going to be a priority at this point in my life, at this point in our relationship, I'm not going back to it. Therefore, mm-hmm. life doesn't go in reverse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, sometimes you got to weather that storm. I, I take a lot of hits. Uh, for being the bad guy, which now I'm learning to wear as a badge of honor. But I will tell you, there's a lot of sensibility and just keep them going forward. Just keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be hard. People going to attack you. But in the end, 
if I had gone forward with the, if I had gone backwards with this show, we would not be at iHeart. Mm-hmm. It's true. Guaranteed. That's true. That's that's very true. So, um, on that note, mm-hmm. um, what about you, Demi? Look, man, my son is back in town. That means the summer is over for me. Uh, this past weekend, though, shout out to everybody at uh, ESPN Disney. I got the DJ at the D23 Expo, mm-hmm. which is like this big Disney Expo. I've never seen it before. I thought it'd be a good thing to bring my son to. Mm-hmm. No children there, just grown people and bunny He was ears. the only kid? Only kid in there. Very, very strange environment, but shout out to them. It was a bunch of grown people buying like Disney stuff. I never seen. Um, Disney owns Marvel. No, it was everything. But where's the kids? That I just thought really it would be kids there. Like my son was literally the only kid there, so that was like you know. But besides that, it was dope. Uh, mm. Disney is launching a new platform, so that's interesting as well. <laughs> What's the platform? It's called Disney Plus, and they got ESPN. They got everything. BET is launching something called BET Plus too. <laughs> that's where Tyler Perry's bringing over a lot of uh, content, black films, TV. The and Plus like is legit. Anything they putting the plus on is gonna be big. Well, they need to plus us. Yeah. Add us into whatever Hollywood you're doing. Hollywood a lot plus Disney, BET, all of that. Marvel, mm. Pixar. So I'm surprised we haven't talked about Philly. Okay, so people listen to the podcast. You're all over the country, yes. all over the world. We ain't all over the world yet. We'll be there hopefully at some point. I think iHeart has arms that reaches across the ocean. Mm-hmm. But I will say we are keeping our word of getting out to the different markets. We went to Philly. We yeah. can get into that in a second. We mm-hmm. I've been to Miami now. We did New York. Uh, where else? I mean, we're, we haven't gotten anywhere. I know we're going to Chicago, Vegas, mm-hmm. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But we're keeping our promise of getting out the markets. We went to your hometown of Philadelphia. Yo, felt good to bring y'all to, you know, y'all didn't just come to Philadelphia. Y'all went to North Philly, like really where I'm from. Went to Max's Cheesesteak, the Eagle Bar. Everybody was writing me in my DMs like, you took them to the Eagle Bar? No, that's not what my DM said. <laughs> he, he took you to the hood. That's what they said. But if we're going to talk to the people, we got to see the people. They was telling us to go all these places that's fancy. and Lavender you know, Jack? Was that his name? The Michael Jackson guy? I don't know who that Spinning was. Spinning around on his shoes. Lavender Kenny. Lavender, Lavender Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. That nigga, first of all, I, that's the darkest Michael Jackson impersonator I've ever seen in my life. And that is not a colorist statement. I'm just saying. Michael, he was, no. Michael has transitioned over the years. From you know, fat nose, skinny nose, black, white, uh, whatever. <laughs> this dude was like, he was like my uncle Billy, with <laughs> without the curl, but with the Michael Jackson outfit, and like it was. And they was really hyping him up, like he was like a star essence. But look, it was good that y'all got to really touch the city. I thought that would be important. If you're gonna go to Philly, we can't go to just South Street and Geno's and all the stuff that no real Philadelphians are at. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to go to the hood. Well, haven't been in Hollywood for 16 years now. I forgot what Old English looked like. <laughs> so thank Some you for OE. taking me to Philly. Yeah. I saw the Old English, but your people drink it wrong. You are not supposed to drink Old English outside of a brown paper bag. Yeah, uh, you know, you got to own it, though. When you drink some O.E., you just got to, you know, show the can. Let them know what you, you know, yeah. working well, with. Well, the guy drinking was white, so he was, you know, he was trying to Ah, uh, yeah, that's different. I didn't know who was Shout out to everybody who showed us love. There was a lady with a blonde. I don't know if it was a wig or just braids or a braided wig. but it was a braided what, wig. Okay. She showed us a lot of love. I yeah. think she went out and did the video. Uh, shout out to your cousin, Reekin Bull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this other guy from Philly who's a bull knows him, too. I guess he's like a real street guy. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my cousin. Okay, well, he kept us safe. But no, the people were really <laughs> nice. And shout out to the uh, uh, pop culture Patty. What's her name again? Patty Jackson? Patty mm-hmm. Jackson. Patty Jackson was cool. And uh, Cappuccino mm-hmm. at uh, Philly Power 99. Hopefully, we get to go back to Powerhouse. That's what they're saying. In the October, look, we making we making a stance. We're gonna be at Powerhouse. We bringing out somebody, whether it's Meek Mill. You know, they was they was when we was talking about it. They was giggling. 
But we coming back out there. Listen, one of our biggest markets at Hollywood Unlocked, if you look at all our social our social media, we get over 110 million impressions. 110 million impressions a week. Most of them coming straight out of New York. I'm surprised we're not on Power 105 yet. Mm. Don't know why we're not on Power 105 yet. We hope that our fans get us there. If not, we'll start a big social campaign or some type of billboards <laughs> will pop up demanding from the fans <laughs> that we get there. Because as I was in New York, I had my birthday party there. Yeah. We interviewed Wendy Williams there. Uh, you know, we spent a lot of time in New York this last couple months. I've been there probably three weeks out of the last two months. Mm-hmm. And people are really excited. We have uh, events coming there. I was at the Playboy Club last mm-hmm. night and uh, people are really excited about the show, um, but they're just really sad that they can't hear it yet on um, Power 105. <sighs> mm. um, mm. All right. Come soon. So I'll We're just, just leave that drop there. That and leave that there. Right. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> but how was the VMAs? You were out there for the VMAs too, right? Okay, so we're going to get into some things. First, I went to Black Girls Rock. Mm. Um, <laughs> what, uh, Barry Bonds, right? That's her name? Beverly, Beverly Bonds. Barry Be- Bonds is a, basketball, is a baseball player. Beverly Bonds. Beverly Bonds, DJ extraordinaire. So I've never been to Black Girls Rock in person. I've never been there, but my friend, shout out to Kimberly Burr. She's the creative music director. Mm-hmm. She created an all-girls band. She, had, she was the one that put together Beyonce's all-girl band. She's done this award show, I think, from the beginning. I just wanted to go and see what it looked like. I, I went, um, Connie Orlando, shout out to Connie Orlando over at BET. Um, I will say the one thing that was the most impressive was when you walk in the room, first of all, I came late because I had to go get a haircut. Then I took an Uber, it was a Ford Explorer. I haven't been in one of those in a long time, so we were like talking about that. <laughs> Got dropped off late at the carpet, went in. I was the last person on the carpet, and um, they were telling me the whole way as I was walking in, oh, carpet's mm-hmm. closed, carpet's closed, carpet's closed. I was like, well, I came here to promote my show, so if I'm not going to be able to walk the carpet, then why am I here? You going home? They were like, okay, we'll we'll figure it out. As soon as I walked in, all the black journalists that were on the carpet were like, Jason Lee, because we, I'm them. Yeah. I'm them on the other side of the rope. So they know, like, I've been pressing hard in the press about black journalists, black media, underrepresented on the red carpet. So they immediately showed me a lot of love. So then the publicist said, oh, we're going to let you shut the red carpet down. We're going to let you close the red carpet. I said, oh, now I'm closing the red carpet because the people <laughs> want me. But I did force my way through each of those interviews and just like thanked everybody for being there. And uh, we acknowledged each other. And I thought it was great to see for the first time, I've never seen this, a whole red carpet filled with all black people. Wow. Like, because typically you get there and it's all the white press first. Mm-hmm. Then they rush you by all the black people at the end. Yeah, hurry up, mm-hmm. hurry up, hurry up. That was not the case. It was uh, it was uh, black people all the way down the line. So it was cool. I was able to see CC Peniston, um, who I haven't seen in a long time, and uh, Brandy was there, and uh, Sierra. It was it was cool. Was black girls rocking? Black girls were rocking. There was the one girl I don't know. I forgot her name, and I forgot the name of her blog. But she's a young blogger who stands up for social justice, mm-hmm. and um, she's she was dope. But I mean, there were a lot of good people honored. And uh, do you want to recap the Black Girls Rock? No. Okay. So I did. <laughs> you wasn't rocking at Black Girls Rock? Keep going, Jason. All right. So, um, yes, I was also there for the VMAs. Uh, those fans who've been following the show for a long time know that I've been very vocal about not being permitted to go to the VMAs, although I was on MTV and VH1 and had done some stuff over at BET. I was invited this year. They sent me a car, treated me very well, okay. and I walked the carpet and did a lot of good interviews. And I was just excited to be there. It was my first major, major red carpet. Okay, so I seen you had a picture with um, you had a picture with Missy. 
mm-hmm. major. Then I seen the queen in the back like that. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? Queen Lativa. Well, that was the after party. Uh, before we got to the after party, um, you know, the thing about the VMAs that I will say is the best place to a promote whatever mm-hmm. you're promoting, and two to network and get phone numbers. So okay. Bobby Light's ass was sticking out. He wore the Prince outfit from back in the day, where Prince had the yellow outfit on with mm-hmm. his ass hanging mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So Bobby Light's did that. Worked his way over into the area where all the major celebrities were, and. <laughs> Went and took videos with everybody, including um, what's the boy's name, Lil Nas X, that we put on Hollywood Unlocked. Uh, so mm. I was severely hungover due to French Montana. I'm gonna get into that in a minute. <laughs> so, I'm gonna say you have a lot of energy because I've done VMAs before. That is one of the most daunting red carpets I've ever seen in my life. It the the spectacle and the size of the production mm-hmm. is so humongous and so overwhelming. There's no way I was good. You know where I was? At the spa. I was at no, the spa I with Q-Tip. I saw that on your Instagram. Wait, with Q-Tip? Oh, me and him are like, have been friends for like... I, spa buddies? I, 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 yeah. said, I said the same thing. I was like, Q-Tip from Tri... Yes, that Q-Tip. We are spa the, buddies. Cuticles Listen, work? It was, it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. I won't lie. Like Being in the car, because I had went to DJ Khaled's party the night before, mm-hmm. had uh, a little bit too much to drink. Shout Hold out. on. Meanwhile, he did not invite me to shit. Okay, well, let's back up. <laughs> I was out already. Okay. I don't even know what I was doing You kind of fell into it. I fell into it. Pause. Mm. I went out. I ran into Black China. Decided to buy bottles. Don't know why. I was already drunk. Tipsy. Mm. Got those bottles. Then ran into Medina. Was going to another table. Ran into Nene Leakes, who was dragging mm. Wendy Williams through the club. So, of course, I wanted to go talk to them about the interview. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they're friends. And then I saw French, and then I ended up at the table. It took a shot, and that was uh, that was pretty much it. But anyway, enough with that. So on the way to the MTV Awards, the v- VMAs, mm. I didn't think I was going to make it. I had to pull the car over a couple times. I told the driver. And throw up? Almost. <gasps> I almost did. Wait, you did like the almost <laughs> throw up? I, no, we pulled the car over. But the only thing is I pulled the car over. You know, I was on the block uh-huh. in Newark. So I, it was safer in the car. Yeah, So I figured I would just get back in the car if I got to throw up. Anyway, I get to the carpet. Struggled all the way through it, but um, I got on the carpet and ran right into Lizzo. I, she's Whoa, I'm yeah. such a fan. Yo, like, we need her on the show. Yeah. by the way, Lizzo. Lizzo? Yeah, she's amazing. I love her. Lizzo she's is up so there. Pretty. But the thing I love about her, she exudes confidence because Bruh. she just exudes confidence. Period. But I will say the one thing that I got from Lizzo mm-hmm. was her publicist or whoever her team was. She had a team around her. Mm-hmm. Were pulling her so fast through the red carpet that I remember seeing her face look like she was just being pulled in every direction. And I don't ever want to be that busy. That's where we had the whole, yeah. we need to slow down conversation yeah. and stay yeah. engaged because she really literally hit the carpet and everybody wanted a piece because of it. Because everybody, she can talk to everybody. She represents literally everything like mm-hmm. yeah. that woman, man. And yeah. the talent, how she performed on awards. Like, mm-hmm. it's like Beyonce. I'm not going to put her Nope. Nope. No, 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 my hand is here. But Lizzo is like, for I, her to go up it there. It goes Beyonce, look, Sierra. About what? About what? <laughs> Performing? You're such a shady uh, bitch. I'm just trying to wake up. Fresh off the plane. I'm wait, just wait, making wait, sure everybody knows. Wait, wait, wait. Where is the shade jar? Where uh, is the shade, shade jar? The shade jar is down here. But listen, we don't got no cash on us. So tonight, Yo, Lizzo's up there, though. No, Lizzo is great. I will say Amazing. Little Nas X, I'm going to say this now. Nah. And people are going to be upset. 
Little Nas X is a one-hit wonder. I'm sorry. Even though he hit the red Amazing carpet, hit, even though he hit the red carpet dressed like um, a black Liberace, he's definitely I Liberace really his, and reincarnate. I really liked his outfit. Yeah, but there was no dick print. Like at some point, I mean, <laughs> the fuck, you should just not wear that. If anyway, why so, did he perform his his one hit though? Because that hit is played out. We hear, we've heard it. You Old Town Road, the Cyrus nigga. The we got it. We got it. We got it. No, but now we need something more. This should have been like. There should have been maybe he should have did the uh, the remix with Cardi or the song with Cardi. Bit, or yeah, give me a little old town road just to get into it. He came out looking like Tron from the little video game. Yeah. You know, the man dressed in the blue outline. It was a mess. So wait, his song, his new song is called Panini. Yeah, like the stuff you buy at the bakery. And how was it? That what did you think? The, the performance? Like, I thought it was trash. And the song? No, the song is it's just all right. Trash. Yeah. It's not it a great trash. song. It's not a terrible song though either. It's just all right. You can't you can't follow Panini with Old Town Road. I mean, Old Town Road is like amazing, and then it's like, hey, Panini. There's not very many people that are gonna that would be able to follow up with the success of that song. Cardi did one right after another. I one said not another. very not very many people. Beyonce has one right after another. Rihanna. Okay. This guy just came out of motherfucking nowhere. Okay. Was on the charts for Who like was he and guess before? What? And guess what? He on his way right back. I mean, I want, I wish him all the well, I, the best. I do want to see. No, I'm sure he does. He's he's great at social media. Mm-hmm. He can become a social media consultant. He can become a. Uh, he's good at dressing. Uh, okay. He, he can definitely do dress. He the, got the elements. The West Hollywood gay parade. He can dress everybody <laughs> out there. How much? How, how much money? But but how? music. Um, I'm, that song was oh okay. It Did was you okay. See Missy Elliott perform. Yeah. I mean that's crazy. it. Okay, get Insane. that. So, question: How much money do you think that he has? Like you know. That he's received from that one song. Yeah, okay, but how much did he get? No, front I'm just, of, I'm I mean, just, but I mean, how much did he get fronted by the label? How much does he have to pay back? I mean, he's probably gonna make more money from performances. It's, it's, yeah, it's an mm-hmm. interesting. That's an interesting question. Yeah, to be honest, because if because, it is his only hit, well, hopefully he has a lot to live off of hmm? for the yeah, rest of his the life. The thing is, it the wasn't is. like the song blew up and then they signed him. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the label helped put all that together. So who I knows? doubt any label had any inkling that the, the song boy is was nineteen be. years no, old. No, I think they did. The boy's 19 years old. Mark my words, he's going to be broke and he's not going to be around in the next few years. Promise. Just no way. Okay. I mean, unless he comes with another, because this is what he should have did. Little Nas X should have, that Old Town Road thing, mm-hmm. he should have packaged that and just rode with that. Mm-hmm. He should have been that guy. All his songs should have been in that theme. I think. Well, the one with Cardi, they tried to do it, but then it was like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I haven't, to heard, do another country I haven't, trap. Heard, I haven't yeah. heard that one either. It's cool. What up? Uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but your girl was on the stage, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah was but, there. Yeah. Um, you know, we've um, we've talked about Queen Latifah on this show before, and people mm-hmm. know I know her, but I think it's you know you don't see us together that often because she's bad with telephones. She's mm-hmm. never to be seen. She does not go out. Mm-hmm. Very rare that the queen pops out. Mm-hmm. But she was there, uh, so I I was leaving, and I said, well, let me just go see if I can find her. So me mm-hmm. and my friend Sean, we went and tracked her down. we tracked her down in her dressing room, mm-hmm. and she had all these people around. Yeah, Queen Latifah, Queen Latifah. But um, so we saw each other, and she was like, everybody move out the way. And so we had our moment. We took a picture and talked a little bit. And she just said, you know, to tell everybody here, congrats on the success of the show, that she she saw the Wendy uh, clips and wanted to see the Wendy interview and was just really happy for the success of the show. Of course, I told her at some point when she's not busy, come on the show, please. Mm -hmm. So she um, she was really grateful. And then later I went to Missy's after party. Mm -hmm. And um, shout out to Mona Scott Young uh, for the invite. But everybody was there. But wait, 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 wait. 
What yeah. happened with Make the Stallion? I heard you ran into Make the Stallion. So now I'm gonna give everybody the full tea. This is this is some behind the scenes exclusive stuff because that's where I was. Shout out to Lenny Kravitz who just walked through the crowd like Lenny couldn't catch him fast enough. Mm-hmm. I was chasing him, Diplo. <laughs> But uh, Meg the Stallion, so she was sitting there um, by the cheese and salami tray. What'd she have on? I don't know why she <laughs> the cheese and salami tray. She was like, sitting by the cheese and I was like hungry. Her thigh had boots on. Well, I stuff. hadn't eaten all day because, you know, I had a little problem. So I went over and got me some salami. You know, okay. I was work- I, it was a little creepy because I'm just like rolling up on Meg the Stallion eating some salami. But we started talking and, you know, people, I think, have a perception of me and Hollywood Unlocked before they meet me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that is. Uh, but <laughs> Where'd that come from? I don't know. You know. Not Jason. Street, streets be lying on me. So mm-hmm. I walked up to her and I told her, you know, I really do support her and I, and I love her growth and I love how she's still connected to the streets mm-hmm. and how the fans love her and how she's so positive and humble. And she really, she really humbly took that in. Mm-hmm. And then I, I said, so what's, what's up when you and Cardi going to do something? Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, the Ooh. fans are like trying to keep everybody separated. So I just FaceTime Cardi and put her on the phone. Wait, right there at the, the VMAs? Where else was I supposed to do it? I don't know where I'm going to see that girl again. <laughs> yeah, I FaceTimed But her. didn't she like make kind of like a public service announcement like on her IG or something like that, stating that she didn't have a problem with anybody and that and she was talking about well, why does the industry feel like they need to pit the women against each other and she loves Cardi and she loves Nikki and she, she loves many, everybody. How many times have I said that I am not, I do not hate that other girl? Who's the other girl? Really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Which girl? Really? Nikki. <laughs> really? I didn't say her name. Don't, <laughs> don't come on my social media pages because I'm not saying her name anymore. Mm-hmm. But do you At least be- not today. Do you believe? But my thing is that no matter how many times a person public, how, how, do you go out every day with an announcement that you don't hate a person? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter because the fans are going to believe what they want to believe. Do you mm-hmm. believe somebody like Megan Thee Stallion can really be neutral, though, in that situation? Cardi and Nikki, yeah. I don't feel like they got a big beef. or I don't know what they shit is, but... Do you feel like Megan can really just sit in the middle and be like, oh, I could do a song with you too? She sure can. Yeah, I think so. And, yeah, I, she and, and, sure she, can. and she told Cardi that on the phone. And I think that they had their moment. They walked. She walked away with my phone. You know how to keep my eye closed in case mm-hmm. she tried to go into my iCloud. <laughs> and she fuck around and put me on Hollywood Unlock. But no, I mean, they, they talked for a while. I took Meg's number. I gave it to Cardi. So now it's in their hands. All I want is my 10%. Would it look away, though, if the next single she had was with Cardi and she just did something with Nicki? Would that look crazy? I don't think people care. I think the people are doing music. They're both get, hot. Get money, Meg. Get money. Get all the money. Get all the money. All the bags. Now, I would love to see Queen Latifah put together a new age. Um, what's the song called? Ladies Night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With uh, yeah. Cardi. Who, who would you have on the show? I would have Cardi, Meg The Stallion, mm-hmm. Lil' Kim, and Queen. Okay, okay. I wouldn't probably have Queen on it, on it. I have her probably do like the intro, kind of like setting the foundation. Do Megan, Cardi, hopefully Nikki, Lizzo. Lizzo got to be on there. That's it. Okay. Just saying. I mean, fun. put Janae on there. Or, or um, Janae, Janae who? Janae Aiko. Oh, I thought you meant Janelle Monae. I don't know why I thought Janae. No. She could dance in the video. Yeah, but not not that's not the vibe. No, Janae rap. But she sings and rap. She's Janae dope, rap. but that's not that vibe. Okay, so wait, artist of the year Ariana Grande. Do you do you, do you buy that? Whatever they say. Look, I, did she win the did she win the award? Artist yeah. of the year. Really? Yeah. And she didn't even come. Mm. They could have get wait. Charlemagne just talked recently about somebody getting a video that doesn't even have an Oh, make the sign won a video a VMA and her video's not even out. <laughs> okay. It was um, like a people choice that like people voted for it. It was like one of those awards. But, okay. Mm-hmm. I I'm confused. The people have spoken. Well, right, listen, I don't think that um 
Ariana Grande should have got uh, Artist of the Year. She was not there. I don't think if you're not there, you shouldn't get anything. They should have gave it to Rihanna. She, Rihanna hasn't put anything out other years. than... Well, I would have rather her get it than Ariana. Okay. Was Rih- Rihanna didn't show up there. Rihanna's too rich and too famous for that shit. She's like, Rihanna's creating she, her the luxury Awards. line. Rihanna having sex with that billionaire. That's what she's doing. She's getting billion dollar dingling. She ain't got no time for to be. <laughs> I haven't heard some call Mandingo dingling is so If I was sleeping long. with a billionaire, I wouldn't have been there either. <laughs> so Lizzo killed uh, it. Missy murdered it. Dingling. She like really, you know. Missy Elliott showed every single artist in the room what longevity looked like. And I love the fact that she, she called the award the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. I was on the carpet. Yahoo stopped me. I was, I was still, I had just been sipping not too many hours before. Mm-hmm. So they said, what do you think about this? And I said, you know. Michael Jackson, I mean, we've had his niece here on the show. Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson earned that award name. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why anybody would think it'd be appropriate to take it off. By the way, somebody told me to watch this uh, Dave Chappelle special on Netflix. Have you seen it? I've seen the... um, That motherfucker's crazy. I've seen some clips, and it's really funny. He made this one clip. Well, I saw this one clip where he drew a correlation between the current opioid uh, epidemic and the crack epidemic. Um, I uh, couldn't get past all the di- little dinglings in the ears. He's talking about the Michael Jackson part and R. Kelly, how they wanted him to be a part of that that spectacle over there on Lifetime. But he said he didn't even know the nigga. Like, I don't know her. I will say this, and this people are probably going to eat me up or whatever, but mm-hmm. fuck it. I've never seen the Dave Chappelle show. What? I probably saw one episode, maybe like a sketch or something. Like the old Chappelle shows? Yeah, never. Come I on. saw the crackhead one where he was the crackhead. That, I mean, but I, didn't, I never. Tyrone Biggums. You I didn't never, see the Rick James one? Rick James. Oh, I, I saw clips yeah. of that. But I mean, <laughs> have I watched the Dave Chappelle show? No, never. So watching the stand up, he's pretty iconic. I mean, I've met him a few times. Well, I should know this, but I didn't. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I, I, no, he's pretty good. That's what he said. I no, I'm just amazed that you never watched the Chappelle show. I don't have time. See, all of you. Yeah, you know long ago that, that was shit was on. Ago. You had time back then. I was then. in middle school. Mm-hmm. He left, went to Africa, gave up fifty million dollars. I know pop culture. I know what's going on in the streets. I don't know Tyrone Bigum. Who the fuck is that? It's one of his characters. Well, the shout out to Tyrone. <laughs> That's the one that they pack your shit and go home. What did okay. Erica Badu say? I don't know. Was that you the Tyrone she was talking about? No, oh, she okay. was talking about she said call some him. whack motherfucker she used to date. Um, well, crack oh no, is the cousin, whack. the cousin of her whack motherfucker. Anyways, yes, crack is whack. Um, okay, but uh, best hip hop, Cardi, money. Of course. Oh god, that song is so awesome. And she looked great. Yeah. All right, but uh, Normani, she also stole the show. We saw Normani on the way out. I definitely want to get Normani on the show if we can. She, mm-hmm. um, you know, when she left the group, I think people counted all those girls out except mm-hmm. for Camille Cabello. Did she win anything? She performed. She did perform. Mm-hmm. Shawn Mendes. Mm-hmm. That was fire too. They mm-hmm. need to go ahead and kiss right now. You I'm think sick so? and tired of seeing Shawn Mendes and her get to each other's face. Where that prolonged stare. The only thing I get from that is whose breast smells bad. Because <laughs> somebody has to have halitosis. Because if you get that far and you don't want to kiss nobody, somebody stink. Mm. Okay. God she bless looks them good, all. Though. all right, well, let's move Anyways, on. Anyways, let's uh, move on. So, um, Kaiser invited both you and I to go to the Mary J. Blige and Nas concert tonight People in, don't in know who New Kaiser York. Is. No, it, it, uh, 
I know. Well, it's uh, uh, we couldn't go. Kaiser I really wanted me. to go because I'm dying to see the Mary J. Blige and Nas concert. But speaking of Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. um, she does not want any more drama in her life. She boasts, I am not dating at all. And that is by choice. Uh, she was speaking to the New York Post. Um, she was talking about her career and her prior relationship drama, which she reveals um, is no more because she remains single by choice. For now. Uh, For now. I mean. She needs some time. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I don't no, know. She so does. she split from her former husband and manager, Kendu Isaacs, uh, in 2016 and yeah. finalized her divorce last year. And she says it's taken a big toll and it's taken a big chunk out of my life financially. Um, but I don't want that to be the message that I send to women. I want to be like, we can move on. We can let things go. We can move forward with our life. And I'm definitely in a stronger place. And uh, she added that she's not dating at all. And she's not dating by choice. Um, and she's just, she's focused, man. man. Some young dude going to come and just change all that well i mean she change it all she's turning 50 and yeah. she my god she looks amazing she for, for any age but she looks spectacular and you know uh like wendy said on the show she's 55 and just the youngins just keep on coming there's something about that you know mature woman milkshake that just brings all the young and young boys That's to the right. yard hey, like Mary. and just like i told wendy Holla mary me. needs to spend a couple years out there in these streets tearing it down come mm. to la just pull up nah, ain't no love in la you. ain't no love I'm in, here LA. in la tell mary to pull up first of all you are not dating mary jane Blige. why not because she's too iconic for your whatever oh, you're gonna look try at to this bring day. whatever you're gonna try to bring in her life now she, you see how your friends really she was already you. a stepmother to brianna who's been on the show i got show. a son she could be a stepmom she again. don't need to be a stepmom she needs to live her best life she needs to go out here Start hanging out with Kim Kardashian, or not not Kim, because Kim ain't hanging out no more. So wait, she can't hang out with me, but she, she needs can hang to, out with she Kim needs Kardashian. She needs to hang with Kylie, and she needs to get out there with these youngsters. With Kylie, yeah. Mm, okay, well, but uh, and I will say there is love after fifty. I mean, I'm not there yet, but I would say having been in a relationship that was great, then coming out of it, mm-hmm. I haven't given up on a relationship. I just feel now that a relationship looks a little different than what it did five years ago. I show what it looked like. Hmm? Hey, hey, Mary. You ain't trying to holler at Mary J. Blige. Ain't nobody wow. listening. Ain't nobody listening to this believing that you want to holler at Mary J. Blige. Was, okay, watch. What you going to sing? No more drama? <laughs> That's what she going to be singing. Mm, okay, Love Don't Live Here Anymore. We can keep going. She, has, she can sing whatever she wants to She me. has some of the most iconic songs, though, but I would say that, um, yeah, I mean, I think she can get in a relationship, but to get married, I don't know. If no, I can, she probably has no fun. interest in getting married ever again. I would never. After somebody tried to take half your money, yeah. I wouldn't either. Try didn't exactly. you get it? I don't no, know. They the had status. some settlement. Okay, yeah. well, God bless them. Anyways, um, so you were saying that you hung out with French Montana. Well, mm-hmm. video has captured French Montana going off after an alleged assault in New York City. Um, he is apparently not a happy camper right now after somebody tried him in New York City early Tuesday morning. Um, according to TMZ, French was leaving the Amish market in Tribeca. <laughs> That's hey. just funny for some Get reason. almond milk. Um, when a guy in a red shirt tried to attack his crew from behind. What is going on? Like, no, it'd be okay. in your own city. Now, uh, the guy didn't hit French, but he got uh, very close and he struck someone else, um, part of his crew. Moments into the clip, you can see a furious French Montana yelling at his bodyguards, and then seconds later, things to ap- appear to heat up again. Um, as of right now, it's unclear what started the fight. And uh, NYPD did show up eventually responding to a call of a physical fight at the Amish market, which that probably doesn't happen very often. Well, I will say fans have gotten to a point now where, like, I get it. You see your favorite celebrity. You really want to touch him or talk to him. Or you see a celebrity that you don't like and you really want to attack them. I don't know. But fans nowadays, and maybe I don't know if it's ever been like this before, but with social media, 
this whole new cloud thing. I saw the one fan ran up on Nini at the at the airport because wow. she didn't speak to her friend. She cussed her all the way out. Uh, going in the Playboy Club last night, mm-hmm. I had a guy physically grab me. Mm-hmm. I I had to tell him like, bro, I know you know who I am, but don't touch me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he expected me to. You know, well, I just, I know who you are. I want to talk to you. No, that don't, you want to talk to me. Hello. And if I want to talk, we'll talk, but mm-hmm. you don't get to grab me. So I can only imagine somebody who's as recognizable as French because mm-hmm. French is typically a cool guy. Mm-hmm. French is not the guy that just goes off and pops off at people. And so. it's scary when you're in your hometown because once upon a time, French was just the average guy there and you don't know what didn't happen, what somebody's holding on to. Don't forget he's, he lost chinks in New York too. Exactly. These big, you know, these big weekends, people are knowing you're going to be in town. Like, you don't know how much research go into that little run up at the Amish market. You know, how the hell you find French at the Amish market? What is an Amish market? Please somebody you tell me. You get your almond milk, you get your goat cheese, um, they have uh, they have what else they have they have to have something else that, kosher is it just what kosher what does that mean like fresh like, deli it's basically been it comes from afar what comes no, from afar not, no that's or, that's organic first of all whole, uh, whole foods or Amish <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about I saw whole foods that's organic I thought they have like a little farm a little miles away well I'm thinking Amish market is just a bunch of people standing out there with those helmets <laughs> not anyway, helmets sorry sorry just continue <laughs> okay well shout out to French Montana <laughs> hopefully he doesn't get attacked anymore we don't need French to be locked up because he throws pretty decent and, and by the way kosher foods are those that conform to the Jewish dietary regulations ah. what is the new diet you said a fruititarian I didn't say anything about fruititarian. Somebody was talking about fruititarian where wherever Avant we were. Avant was a fruititarian. There right. it is, fruititarian. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Avant. Somebody who just you, eats bro. fruit every day. I thought they were talking about some of my LGBT people. Mm. <laughs> but I'm bummed. <laughs> Anyways. Like a gay person that just likes another gay person is a fruititarian. <laughs> All right, so. I'm um, gay. I'm sorry I can say that. <laughs> Continue. In breaking news, okay. you know, uh, Kim Kardashian admits that she was embarrassingly, embarrassingly obsessed with fame. Oh, I never got that from her. No, me either. Mm. I mean, just I mean regularly Car- hiding behind, you the know, Kardashians have been trying to get away 20 seasons now. Yeah, they're just, you know, there's shrinking violets <laughs> over there. They, those girls away. are. Um, so Kim Kardashian recently graced the cover of Vogue Arabia. She did. She looked very beautiful, um, where she also did a little interview with her husband, Kanye West. Uh, the rapper was given the chance to interview his wife and asked her some hard hitting and personal questions. Ooh. Kanye asked if she regrets putting her life on TV for more than a decade. And while doing that, she also revealed what initially motivated her to go so hard with her career. She said, even in my darkest of times, I don't regret putting myself out there for the world to see. People have shared with me over the years how much it has helped them Mm -hmm. to feel less alone when dealing with their own adversity. I love having a voice and I appreciate the platform that I've been given, even though I do wish I could have had more privacy at times. I mean, we've seen Bruce turn into Caitlyn. We've, we've seen, seen uh, Courtney pull her own baby out of her vagina. We've seen Scott and his alcohol prom dating young girls. What else have we seen? We saw the wedding in 72 days. We saw Courtney pull a baby out I of her vagina. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> we I, saw Courtney pull a baby. We've said I, that three I, times No, now. listen. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that is etched on my brain forever. She was ready to get the hell out of this. She had to get back to filming season 22. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Shit. I, I'm if, still, I, if I knew I had filming obligations, I'd pull that thing out too. Let pull, Take this. Out. Let's go. Where's Penelope? Grab the bag. <laughs> we out. 
It just, it, she's a very strong little woman there. It's very strong. What I love is that nobody has paid attention to how they've secured the bag. Yeah, well. They can- have created a whole new army of Kardashians. I promise you, there's going to be a Kardashian kids TV show oh where you watch North punk all the rest of the kids and lead them up to the church on the Sunday Hill. God bless them all. Get the bag. I... Y'all already know. I know I'm going to get attacked. I love the Kardashians because I'm out here trying to get the bag and they got it. Mm-hmm. Well, she went on to say that money was always the goal, but I was obsessed with fame, like embarrassingly obsessed. Mm. I do. What agree. else is there about? What else is life about? I Family? Yes. You're getting money with your family. <laughs> True. I do agree that fame can be addictive, she revealed. Um, and in the interview with West, she also opened up about how difficult it has been to be taken seriously as a student of law due to her wealth and celebrity <laughs> status. You better put some respect on Kim Kardashian Esquire. There is a misconception that I don't actually have to study and that I've bought my way into getting a law degree. That's absolutely not true. She explained in an excerpt from the interview. She said it like that? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's not true. Despite that, she's taken it as motivation. Being underestimated and over-delivering is my vibe. That's a good vibe. Listen, I don't know any... Who else right now, family, is working with their whole family and securing major bags? Somebody told me that one of her posts on Instagram was like, what, $400,000 or something like that? I'm not mad at that. Long for a post, can, one post. As long as she keep freeing them uh, innocently and wrongly accused black people, I'm cool with her. Question. Since we've both done reality TV, is there a moment that you regret? Nope. Mm-mm. Nothing. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't mm. regret anything. Because if I start picking at what I regret, then I start chipping away at the lessons I've learned. Then I start chipping away at how I've grown. And mm-mm. Mm. It's all been a groaning experience for me. I mean, uh, I will say, you know, I, I got a lot of criticism for going back to loving hip hop. Maybe I'll take a second to just school people on how actually smart I am. I trolled my way into everything I've gotten. Mm-hmm. I talked about them on this show over and over and over and over and over and over until I got brought into a meeting and asked, what is my issue with love and hip hop? Once I gave them that, I got offered the show again. Mm-hmm. Now I don't talk about them as much unless we have people on the show because, mm-hmm. and I haven't posted anything on my social media about it because you know I'm on it, you can watch it, and I uh, will tell you just a really quick thing. So at Missy's party, I told you this outside, but I'll, I'll say it for the audience, Regina King walks in and I said, hey, Regina, how are you? And she says, hey. So I, I pulled up my phone and says, is this still your phone number? And she looked at it and she goes, yeah, you have my phone number. I said, you gave it to me in 2012. We started having this conversation and she says to me, uh, can I be honest with you? I'm like, yeah. She goes, when I see you, I go, mm-mm, messy. Because I've seen you on Love and Hip Hop. And I said, well, if you watch Love and Hip Hop, you're messy. Then wow. we got to talk. But she said, now I'm watching you this season. I'm learning more about you. I'm seeing about your brother. And I'm, I'm sorry for that and this and that. And the reason why I left is because I will say they didn't let me be. They didn't show more sides of who I was. So yeah. I think coming back, being able to tell the story has been something that I've appreciated. But, you know, I mean, I'm not going to live and die on Love and Hip Hop. It's mm. a great platform, massive platform. And now that I'm telling the story that's important to me that hopefully will change lives, I mean, it makes sense to be there. But I don't regret anything. Do you? Um, I regret the production company hiring a psychopath who smashed me in the head with a fucking bottle and yeah, almost killed me. That? That's what I regret. Mm. But that's not really my my regret, you know? Yeah. So that's, 
you know, that's, yeah. that's about it. Jeez. That's about yeah, it. I mean, I, I think me and the cast of Love and Hip Hop are pretty clear. If you hit me, you're going to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to get sued. And then I'm going to come back and hopefully get hit again so I can sue again. So, I mean, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. People actually don't really come for me the way that I thought they would come for me. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, I mean, they may do stuff off the side <laughs> when I'm not looking or talk about me behind the scenes. <laughs> Um, but they don't know what why are you laughing because i've just i posted a video of um my dog daisy and kendall's dog zoe and i posted this the like a caption that said um chicks in la when they say uh, when i see that bitch on site and they're like but they don't actually touch each other like that's just what it made there's only one cast member right now on love and hip-hop who's had some things to say when i'm not around that i've kind of seen and i'm kind of like you know the way my mind works right this is such a safe zone up here for me not for anybody else Mm. one side says just destroy them. Then the other side says, "Man, you've grown so much, yeah. and you're you got so many amazing blessings happening. Mm-hmm. Just like chalk it up as a you know better now, so don't do anything." I haven't decided what to do yet. The reunion's coming up in October, but I will say for now, I kind of look at them and I go, "Oh, how pathetic are you that I you really talk about I really want to know me? who this is. Yeah, who is it? This person's not even worth mentioning. Not here. Okay. So many people listening. Nobody talks about this person. This one's. <laughs> oh well, then that's why they're probably coming after you. Ah. You know. No, I mean, I think the the person is coming after me because, well, let's just say this, and, and uh, the episode's already aired, so uh, I can say that I was in a scene, and, and, and I walked in, and I saw the person, mm-hmm. and I was supposed to engage with another cast member first, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, as part of the, hey, I'm, I'm here, mm-hmm. but I had been waiting to get to this person, mm-hmm. so when I got there, I said, before I say anything, I said, do you have a problem? Let me know right now. We can deal with it, right? And like, there's no, we ain't no doing no scene. Just tell me you got a problem. He said, no. I said, okay, cool. How's everybody? Mm-hmm. What else can I do? You don't have a problem. Yeah. I just don't know why people hate other people, especially when it comes to success. I will say that whether you're working as a law clerk in a courthouse or you're working at where's the Popeyes? What's going on with this Popeyes craze? Popeyes the long lines play. around the corner. Um, Where, wherever you are, you're going to get exhausted by dealing with your coworkers, mm-hmm. but uh, you may not like them. Maybe they come dress better than you or act better. I don't, maybe their uniform is crispier. I don't know, but why hate? I don't get that. Did y'all have the chicken sandwich yet? No, no, there was maggots in one of them. And I just, Ew, yeah, no, Where'd you, so see that then, no. you didn't see the maggots. No, no. Nope, nope, nope. You, you, did you see the maggots? Nope, I want no parts. I don't want to see maggots. I'll text Fuck, you no. to both of you today. No, please, God, no. I'm not waiting I don't want to see it because then I can't unsee it. Popeye's I want no sandwich. parts. I'm just going to take everybody's. So so if you had bit into a piece of chicken and it had maggots, would you be? who would you be upset at? You I, or them? I would be excited. Lawsuit. What? Come on, maggots. Oh, God. That's a big lawsuit, too. Oh, God. The bag. You've never eaten anything that's had, like, a cockroach like back nah. in the day you know we lived in we had cockroaches in my mom's apartment you pour your cereal some of this pop out you scoop it out you keep eating your oh, no, cereal you can keep it moving but you don't like yeah you keep it moving. you don't throw the whole box of cereal because there's a little roach in there oh you ain't been poor poor melissa I, I I have not been silver poor, spoon kid. Yeah. I, I far from silver spoon, but mm. I have not had just these shake experiences. Shake a little bowl like this, of, let the, let of go. which you speak. Mm. Do a little milk wash with it, oh, just you know. Christ Almighty. Now the bad part is when you start eating the cereal and then you get to the bottom and that motherfucker just floating upside down because now you know you probably ate one. 
god, you guys right. is gross. Speaking of black girls rock, our favorite black girl who rocks is Azalea Banks. Yes. Yeah. So Azalea Banks claims that she was racially profiled and assaulted on a flight. Um, oh, really? wait, wait. Azalea Banks racially profiled? Mm-hmm. Mm, what happened? Mm. Uh, she claims she endured a nightmare while on a flight and was subject to racial abuse. Um, she shared a video of the incident where she claims a woman accused her of having sex with her boyfriend during the flight. Okay, wait. Uh, okay. Wait. Yeah, let me just get through this and then I have my questions. Uh, she can be heard screaming on the video, this white lady right here thinks that me and her, my boyfriend are having sex on the plane. Okay, that clarifies what, I was, what my question was. In the video, Banks says that she was physically assaulted by one of the women in the argument as she screams, oh, you just hit me. The woman uh, then replies, no, I didn't, which is rebutted by Banks. <laughs> yes, you did. This lady just hit me on the fucking flight. Banks later addressed the airline online. Hello, SAS. I was just racially profiled and assaulted by your crew on a flight back from L.A. to L.A. from Stockholm. Please contact me or my team ASAP. Mm. However, a rep for Scandinavian Airlines told The Blast that we can confirm that there was an incident on the flight to Los Angeles from Arlanda. Uh, passengers' behavior toward an- other passengers and flight staff caused the legal authorities to be contacted. Damn. And they were present when the aircraft landed in Los Angeles. We cannot provide any further information surrounding our passengers on board. Azalea Banks, if you don't... Have you ever it- met her? I was on Wildin' Out, the episode okay, right. where she burnt out. She called oh. DC Young Fly a faggot. Mm-hmm. She went off and on talking about uh, poor people in front of an audience full of working class people. I mean, mm-hmm. the way she talked about it, well, she was talking about them. Uh, and she burnt all the way out. She then went online and said Nick Cannon was going to die from lupus and then continued this whole banter about how the the show Wildin' Out is uh, filled with homophobia and so on and so forth. Meanwhile, there's a gay nigga sitting up there, me. Mm. Um, I have just said to myself that, you know, you know how you go to school and you see the little yellow bus? Mm. Follow me. Yeah, we're following. We all know <laughs> we do not talk about the people on the little yellow bus, right? Right. She's, she's, she's special. She's special. She is. So I look at Azalea Banks. At first, I looked at her like a clown. Like, clearly nobody takes you serious uh no man has ever stayed with you i know your family they never speak out online because nobody god forbid wants to be known to be related to you if i share the same blood with that rabid animal i'd want to fucking <laughs> be euthanized but i look at her and i'm like okay damn am i talking shit about her a little bit well here's my point i, feel bad here's, <laughs> I don't feel bad for I her i feel bad for her i don't feel bad for her because she has access to medication so I, I was gonna say or an iv with the stuff that puts dogs to sleep no, so, either oh way God, she guys. can put herself out of the misery that we all have to endure if i'm on a flight from i've been on a flight with you from japan i could barely handle that yeah but if i was on a it was a me, me neither but if i was on a flight with azalea banks yeah. from stockholm yeah i would grab a parachute and jump out Okay, so real life question, real life question. Do you think that she is trolling? Like this is just, this is just her habit, or do you think that she actually has mental health issues? No, I think she really be believing this stuff. Like, so, so mental yeah, health issues. Yeah. Uh, uh, in the midst a personality of, disorder. Yeah. Or, in the midst of her burnout on Wild and Out, mm-hmm. like Lil Yachty sitting here, like what is going on? Mm-hmm. This was the longest break on Wild and Out. I've been on there four seasons. We never take breaks. We shoot three episodes in a day or two, mm-hmm. back to back to back to back, and then we're out. We break for dinner. We change wardrobe, hair, makeup. We go right back on. Mm-hmm. We stopped the show for a whole hour while the audience just sat there watching us 
trying to calm her down. She's crying on stage. Y- Lil Yachty doesn't know what the fuck is happening. All the cast is burnt out. DC is over the show. Producers are all trying to calm her down. So I walk over to her and I say, listen, like, let's try to get through the show. Uh, are you okay? And she's looking up at me crying and there's nothing happening to her. She burnt out over a joke because we said something like we couldn't get Nicki Minaj here. So we got her or something yeah. like that. Or we know we couldn't get Cardi B here. So we got her. But you and knew she what you out. was walking into. It's wilding out. Which it's y'all, a freestyle What y'all segment. didn't see, what MTV, MTV showed her a lot of love. And I hope I don't get in trouble by saying this, but her performance at the end, she did some performance where, you know, we all are supposed to dance behind the. None of us wanted to be there. She was just, she's, I think something's really off. And it's crazy because she is really talented too at the same time. So mm. it's like that same thing that makes her go crazy is the same thing she uses for her talent. We know she plays with chicken bones. What's that? She Santeria. Does, she does witchcraft. Yes. Yeah, it's Santeria, right? That's the. I don't know. I don't know the, her. Does it work? Name. Because. She plays with chicken bones in her little. She has a chicken coop in her room that she puts all the bones on the ground and she starts deciding how you're going to die or something. I don't know. I, I doubt it works. <laughs> <laughs> Put Santeria on our show. Let me see if it works. I'm going to step away from this. Would you hang out with Azalea Banks? I, I, you know me. I stay the, I stay home. No, I you do say. not. You bring friends up here in the studio. You would never hang out with Azalea Banks, or you would. She just seems like a lot of frenetic energy. But couldn't you mentor her? She could be one of your True. mentees. You could take her under she your wing. She doesn't. She doesn't like seem to want that. No. But why don't you at least try from one black woman to another? Do your due because, diligence. No, because, and reach no, out to because her. usually the the, Be the a mother usually, listen, listen. Usually the mentees that I take on, they ask for it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, I would like a mentor. I would like. But sometimes you need to reach sister. back. Divine. You reach back. This is divine, divine intervention. intervention. You and Azalea Banks out at the club. Uh, I wouldn't bring a bottle, not around that girl, but just, you know, you can hang out with her. You can teach each other how to dress. Give her a hug. I've attempted to um, mentor or be big sister to some, you know, girls younger than me in the in, mm-hmm. that are in the public eye. And their addiction to fame is just far beyond my capabilities of, of, of help. I'm like, you do not need me. I don't think she's yeah. addicted to fame, though. No, I don't. I, no, I, I don't. I don't know what it is. I I don't know what it is. I'm not in, at liberty to even diagnose the girl, but I swear, I don't understand how she can like deal with so like you know the attracting so much negativity towards her. But would, would you like to take an opportunity to reach out to her and say, "My door is open. Please come hang out with me in Beverly Hills if you have any time." That's right, Melissa. Say yes. No. <laughs> No, because no, because I have so many close friends that are that literally tried that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "Would you let her watch Daisy?" Not. Never, <laughs> fuck no. I, yeah, but I miss my child before. first I of all. I spent some time around her before. She yeah. was super sweet, like super sweet. Mm. Yeah, but okay, I, like, I I couldn't even believe she was gonna be that sweet. I met her at like, my bi- my mother was bipolar. She was sweet, and then snap yeah turn into something else god bless azalea Banks. stay out of la i see the flight was on its way to la go back to where she lives in where she live at where the chicken coop at kelvin <laughs> go back to the chicken coop okay brooklyn? what else is going on brooklyn okay uh 
Uh, the Lakers respond to an audio of DeMarcus Cousins allegedly threatening his baby mama. Okay, Damage, you are like making all kinds of noises and faces over this story. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. well, let me run it down. New, uh, he, new Lakers team member DeMarcus Cousins has a lot of eyes on him after an audio surface of him threatening his baby mama. If you follow the news surrounding the power forward, he was just told he would miss a majority of the season due to due to an ACL injury. And while a lot of his fans were sad to hear the breaking news, they got some more shocking news. Uh, TMZ got a hold of uh, some audio um, of a man who's believed to be cousins talking to a woman on the phone. And he, um, the woman is allegedly Christy West, the ex-girlfriend and baby mama of cousins. And in the audio clip, you can hear a man asking the women to see their son. I'm going to ask you this one more time before I take it to another level. The man in the audio says, can I have my son here, please? The woman can, can be heard declining the request, to which the man allegedly responds, I'm going to make sure I put a bullet in your fucking head. Yeah. Whoa. Woo. Um, that went from zero to 100 a real thousand. quick. Uh, the Lakers are aware of the situation have released a statement saying we are aware of the allegation involving DeMarcus Cousins and of course we take this claim seriously we are in the process of gathering information and will reserve further comment at this time have you heard the audio? yeah I heard the audio does it sound like him? I, I don't know like you can't yeah, mm. yeah, it did a little bit. I don't okay. think Tim's. I mean, Timzy's not gotten everything right, but I don't think they would have put out, especially after all the drama they went through with Ti. Mm -hmm. They had to put out an audio clip of somebody saying it was him and it wasn't. Mm -hmm. So this is where it gets funny for me, right? Mm -hmm. For her to have, for them to get that recording means clearly she recorded it. Mm -hmm. For her to know that he was going to do something like that to record it, he must do it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Two very good saying? points. Two uh, very. I have good points. I have four words. Two mm -hmm. names. So I'm two words first. Uh -huh. I'm going to say Nicole Simpson, number one. Mm -hmm. Remember, she recorded O.J. Simpson, a lot of their back and forth, and yeah. even said that she believed that he was going to kill her. That's number one. She said that two weeks before her death. One more name, Ray Carruth. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. He's, Ray, he's out of jail. He's out of jail. Ray Carruth killed his pregnant baby uh, pregnant baby mom and she and the baby was delivered now mentally delayed mm -hmm. as a result of him killing her mm -hmm. um do i believe it's real yeah but you know i've heard the streets talk about demarcus cousins for a while and him being violent or Word. aggressive yeah i mean you see him on the court he seems very aggressive too don't roll up on me because i'm gonna send you to jail but i do <laughs> believe that like i, I want to say i'm gonna I'm see both sides of this mm -hmm. yeah for sure I would assume as a guy raising a kid with a baby mom, you know, you have to, it takes a lot of patience and compromise. Frustrating. And it's frustrating. Mm -hmm. I can say that, you know, some women do hold their kids hostage as a way of controlling the man. Big mm -hmm. facts. And so I'm not, but on the other hand, I don't think you, there's, there's processes to go about getting that under control. You don't need to threaten to put a bullet in her head. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. such a two-way street because a lot of times in our head, me being the father of mm -hmm. the child, you mm -hmm. know, it's like, oh, she's keeping the kid from me. And sometimes that is that is very much the case. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of get older and you look back at the situation. It's like, I wasn't even in the right position to be around my child. Like, like you said, that's hearing, growth right there. You know what I'm saying? You you saying you're hearing things about Demarcus Cousins and we don't know. You know, maybe maybe not. But, bro, there's situations where it's like, no, like. The mother of the child can physically see like he don't need to. This child don't need to be around you. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Well, I will say, you know, when April was here on the show, she showed me her and Omarion communicate through an app where yeah. all their communication has to go through this app that's Monitor. monitored mm -hmm. by the courts or whatever. I don't know who the monitor people are, but 
I would say if a relationship is that toxic to the extent that you're going to kill the woman who gave birth to your child, y'all should be talking through a third party yeah. or Real. talking through an app or sending each other emails or something. Because at this point now, I'm surprised that the Lakers, uh, what have the Lakers said? Are they going to cut them or what? No, they're not saying anything. Yeah, they're just, they just said that they're aware of the allegation. They're doing more investigation and they're going to refrain from further comment until they do a little bit more in investigating of the matter. Um, but I mean, you know, the NBA and the NFL, they have, you know, they've faced criticism with how, you know, their players they handle uh, uh, yeah. assault, uh, domestic violence. Exactly. Um, and, you know, I've always wondered, like, you know, should they prevent like, should they provide some kind of training you know, for their players. Somebody actually talked to me about uh, rookies training that they actually. No, it was when Gary Payton was here. We were talking Gary about Payton. that. Okay. Yeah. And he had said that they basically set up scenarios. Yeah. It's like the rookie symposium when they go through the training. But that's about that's like understanding that, you know, women can come into your life and gold digging and that sort of thing. Evidently, that training does not hold. <laughs> um, but just in terms of like, I'm just remembering Ray Rice, like in that video oh where he God. cold cocked his fiance and, her and dragged her up i mean that shit it was chilling that was crazy chilling to watch but then it happened again from another player who i think they didn't press any charges for i don't know i mean clearly domestic violence you know one thing you push somebody around maybe you hit slap or whatever mm -hmm. that's all wrong too yeah but this is i'm threatening to kill you yeah and it's not even like i'm gonna kill you where you can be like no nah, i was just upset i'm using it like an expression No, i'm gonna put a bullet in your fucking head that's <laughs> it's a little pretty, too literal that's, that's kind of specific premeditated and to the me. fact that it's recorded means this must happen often because she knows like you know he's gonna threaten me at the end of this call so let's take a vote um raise your hand if you think that he should be kicked off the lakers if it's true if it's true if it's true then if it's true now if it's true if it's true absolutely because there's got to be some kind of repercussion for this. I mean, set a standard too, right? And, and that's what I mean. Is the is the leagues need to set a standard and stand by the fucking standard that they Speaking set? Speaking of standing, you know what's so crazy mm. is he'll keep his job in the NBA before Cap will get another spot on the NFL. That's I don't. That's that's deplorable. Mm. deplorable. You know, I will say circling back really quick mm -hmm. to the uh, Dave Chappelle special on mm -hmm. um, Netflix. We're not getting paid to promote the shit, so whatever. I don't give a fuck what you do, mm -hmm. but. In this special, he talks about how uh, Kevin Hart was uh, not allowed to host the grant, the Oscars, Oscars because yeah. he had talked about the gay community, right? Yeah. And that how he refused to apologize, then went on six talk shows apologizing for saying, you know, talking mm -hmm, about the community. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he went back to when he was doing the show that I never watched, the Dave Chappelle show, mm -hmm. and he got called into standards and practices. And they were talking to him about the use of a word in one of his sketches. And the lady was like, oh, I love the sketch, but you, you can't say the word faggot. You just mm -hmm. can't can't talk about that or whatever and he goes okay fine I'll, I'll cut it out i'm done whatever and he was walking out the room he said he came back and was like well wait i'm saying nigger and all the other sketches and she was like yeah but that's fine because you know you're not gay and he was like i'm not a nigger either <laughs> <laughs> but i attribute that same thing to like mm. if you can have a person say they would put a bullet in a woman's head well first of all we know women don't matter in the industry and in the world in terms of people treating them like second-class citizens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PETA will roll up on you and kill you if you hit a dog. But mm -hmm. if you put a bullet in your baby mama's head, what's she the do The world is definitely more yeah. sexy. It's crazy. Yeah. But I, but I, but it just, that, that what he said, I mean, and people, if you, if you watch that Dave Chappelle special, you should absolutely be looking at it through the lenses of like talking about real shit in the most funniest way. Mm -hmm. Because I also uh, was very vocal on the red carpet, the VMAs about 
I'm right with Michael Jackson, man. I, fuck that. I'm not going to get on there. Everybody was saying politically correct answers. And I was mm-hmm. like, fuck Wade Robson. He's a liar. And I don't believe shit he has to say. And we're not going to shit on a dead man's legacy. So there it is. Well, okay. Point blank yeah. and period. Exactly. No, Dave Chappelle's observational uh, comedy is like, he's he's the he's one of the best. You know, I kind of like think, put him in the same category as like Richard Pryor. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, um, I, and I don't know if I told you this. Tiffany once had taken me to the comedy store, mm-hmm. and it was him, her, and uh, John Mayer on mm-hmm. stage. So John was playing. That's hilarious. <laughs> you had to see. It was all like winging. <laughs> like they were winging it, but it was yeah. the funniest shit. So I told Tiffany, the three of you guys got to go on tour. So anyhow, all right, I'm done. Are you done? Are we done? Yeah. Okay, let's we out of here. Please come back. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody.